Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, folks, thanks again for tuning in. If you didn't uh, listen to yesterday, I started talking about Isaiah, and I said Pastor Allen uh, two weeks ago shared a whole week on Isaiah, and I just I was planning on this message uh, quite a while ago, so I decided to share it anyway, and it also deals with Isaiah. And I talked about Isaiah writing the book about 700 BC and how he was known as the mouthpiece of God and how that uh, he was able to prophesy things to come. And it's a great book. And so hopefully this go right along with Alan's uh, four, four messages. And, uh, but I thank you for listening. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for this great day. Lord, this is the day you've made. And God, I'm, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it because you are so amazing. Lord, thanks for your amazing grace. Lord, thanks for your love. I love you. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. I love that old hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. That saved a wretch like me. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. People of God, you're blind until you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He wants us all to accept him. Well, you know, I talked about marriage and I talked about God hating divorce, he said in Malachi, and and how we need to have God in the center of our marriage. I closed with that yesterday. You know, raising the family, you know, we hope both parents would be involved in in having a positive influence on their kids. See, the eagle, I'm talking, I was talking about eagles yesterday versus chickens. And the eagle, it doesn't rely on just the mom. The dad is instrumental too. They are a family unit, just like it needs to be with us. The eagle parents build a safe place to raise the young. They build a nest high above the ground, uh, all above the cliffs and the areas so predators will have a hard time reaching them. They protect their families. Folks, we need to protect our families. We need to do everything we can to protect our children from outside forces that will try to get in and destroy our children's spiritual lives. And people, it starts with you and I being examples in the house. Because at school, they're getting all sorts of stuff. And when you start hearing things that they're learning in school, you need to talk to the school. You need to stand up. Stand up and be counted for. I, I did that once when my daughter was in for early high school. I saw some things going on that I did not like, and I went in and talked to the counselor. And you know what? They took care of it. They actually took care of it. But I had to have the guts to go do it. You have to have the guts to stand up for truth. And I tell you what, eagles have guts. Chickens don't. That's why people call people a chicken. You don't want to do something? You're a chicken. I'm not a brave guy. I'm not somebody that's going to go out and uh, gamble and, and risk something. Now, our new associate pastor, Pastor Max, who he has a show on Sunday, he would do anything. Him and my former associate, TJ, those guys, they're not, they're not afraid of anything. I'm telling you what where I'm a little more on the uh, other side of that. But, but the eagles raise their children and raise their, chi- their children. Well, they are their child, I guess, the, eag- the eaglets. The eaglets are raised on eagle food only. Without it, they grow weak. As Christians, we are sustained by the bread of life, and that is Jesus Christ and the Word of God that gives us the spiritual food to soar like eagles and to not grow weary. Folks, we need spiritual food. You need to be in the house of God to hear messages and to worship with your, with your uh, church. You need that. 
You need to get into the Word of God. You need to be around Christian people. You need that influence. I'm so proud of my kids, my daughter and, and uh, husband. They go to a, a local church over here, and they're very involved in their small group. In fact, the small group leader just left, and they told me they want to take over the small group. I couldn't be any prouder as a father to have kids that want to serve God and serve Him with all their heart. Sometimes we get emotionally tired because the pressure of the world overwhelms us, because we get pressure. I can tell you one thing, as stepping down from a senior pastor role, I have felt much less pressure than I ever felt before. Pastor Allen has shouldered the burden and done a phenomenal job of leading our church, and for me to follow him has been wonderful, and it has given me time to reflect and breathe, too. Reading about eagles, when the young are getting ready to leave the nest, the parents step up and flap their wings in front of them to show them what to do. Well, how much more should we live by that example? The prophet Isaiah shares all through the magnificent book the importance of looking to God as our strength, as our example, as our leader, to follow his steps versus the steps that are all around us, like the chickens do. Isaiah in the 59th chapter and the 21st verse lays this out in the New Testament. People will lead by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit of God. We see in Acts the strong winds of the Holy Spirit. We see Peter in the second chapter preaching the word of God and how the Spirit of God descended on them with tongues of fire and suddenly they were speaking a different language and they were languages of the different people that were there and people could hear the word of God and proclaim it, understand it. It was a miracle. Nobody could understand it, but it was the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Some accuse them of being drunk. Can you imagine a bunch of people talking all around you in different languages? The Spirit of God opened the hearts of man, and of course, many were saved. You know, you read the book of Acts, you see the great revival that started Christendom, started Christianity, how things just took off because people became dedicated to the power of God and they allowed the Holy Spirit to work in their lives. In fact, Acts chapter 2, verse 36 through 41, which I've read many times on this uh, show, says, Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from the corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to the number that day. Now, folks, I call that real revival, real truth. And he laid it out so simply. Sometimes we don't lay things out as simple as we should for people. The Bible says, repent, turn away, turn away from your sin, ask God to forgive you. And then he says, be baptized. He says, if you repent and you're baptized, he said, you will receive the Holy Spirit. It's not you might or you should. You will receive the Holy Spirit. The problem is some people haven't repented. Some people haven't been baptized. Some people are just living on what they know. 
Folks, it's time to make a decision. It's time to make a big decision. And folks, if you ever have struggled with that, please get a hold of us. We'd love to pray with you. I even have a book in my office in in our church that we give to new Christians. It's 31 days of how to start in your walk with God and to really uh, feel the Spirit of God and, and sense His power and to live for Him. Peter told them to repent and be saved, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. And 3,000 were saved on that day. And you know, you read the rest of Acts, you can follow the great revivals because people accepted Jesus Christ and received the power of the Holy Spirit and then followed. They had courage. They had boldness. They had strength to move forward as people of God. And obviously, the results were magnificent. Thousands upon thousands came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that revival has continued on over all the ages. Many millions of people have come to know Jesus because of that beginning, because of the power of the Spirit of God, because they lived the simple words, repent and be baptized, every one of you. See, God wants us to recognize the Holy Spirit's power and allow Him to work in us in everything He has called us to be. From Isaiah to now, we are experiencing the hand of Almighty God. As the book of Hebrews tells us, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. God has not changed. We have changed. We have fallen victim to the world's snares that teaches us that the church isn't important, that giving isn't important, that serving isn't important, and the reaching the lost isn't important. People of God, and I say that boldly, people of God, we have got to get with it. We must live and experience the everyday power of God in our lives. And I am telling you, if we can't do that, we're going to see the world continue to decay. Christians have to stand up. We've got to make it be beyond the decay. So what do you do if you have a tooth that's, well, since I used the word decay, you have a tooth that's decaying. Well, usually it hurts. Usually you have pain. You go in, you have cavities, and, it's, and you have to either have it pulled or you have to have a root canal, which I absolutely despise because I've had several. But uh, you have to have something to get, to get it fixed. Well, that's what's happened in many people's Christian life is people, their lives are decaying right in the presence of everyone. They're decaying. They're not walking with God. They're going downhill. People, what happens when you do that? You got to go to the spiritual doctor. You got to go to Dr. Jesus. You got to go to him and ask him to help you get through this trial, through this situation, to give you strength to handle what goes on, to, so that you could live like an eagle, that you could take care of your family, that you would be bold in who you are, and you not be the chicken who runs from every obstacle, every situation, everything that happens, and always going after something everybody else has. It's time to serve God powerfully, mightily, and to let Him do some powerful things in our lives. We need great revival in the Treasure Valley. We need God to work in mighty and powerful ways. And I'd encourage you to say yes to the call of God. Get involved in your church. Get involved in the leadership. Get involved in making a difference. Get involved in your neighborhood. Stand firmly on the foundation that is laid out for you in Jesus Christ. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.